So welcome to Burning in Water. Uh, my name is Vaughan um, and this is my podcast where I chat to some incredible, inspiring um, creators and people that work amongst creators and in the arts um, generally. And today I've got Kaya Milan. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, enjoying the, the, the grey weather in London. <laughs> I know it's been such a weird week, hasn't it? It's literally yeah. been like flying from one weather yeah, to, yeah. to the next. I really did think it was going to get to about 23, 24 degrees by the end of the week, just as like some strange like end of the week. It's like now we're in May, it's summer. I know it's so weird, isn't it? It's like kind of like question of like when will summer actually start? But I mean, yeah. it's going to be... I think it's going to be a really big summer this year, right? Because we're, we're agree, out of yeah. the madness of last year. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. So so to start with, do you think you could just kind of like introduce yourself and, and tell tell us more about you and kind of and kind of what you do? And um, yeah, sure. My name is Kaya Milan. I am an artist manager. Um, I manage some incredible artists um, like Steam Down and Astronaut Zoo. And I also run a platform called The Floor, which is a direct-to-fan um, platform, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more later. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. So so we actually met through The Floor. The Floor is an amazing creative platform showcasing um, talent across London and further afar. And we met because I was super fortunate and very um, uh, grateful to have received the fund from the Creative Fund. Um, which was super exciting and is being put towards my my next single that's being mixed right now. So again, thank you so much Kaya, for, oh, for that opportunity. Um, but yeah, so could you tell us kind of a little bit more about why you created The Floor, where that inspiration came from? Well, um, The Floor isn't technically my baby, but um, it's a baby I've adopted. Um, and yeah, been sort of um, charged with running. So The Floor sort of came about um, by two of the sort of founders, which Simon and Dave, and they saw kind of how exploitative the model, the you know, the streaming model has been for a lot of artists like yourself, um, you know, with people being paid peanuts essentially um, for mm. their creativity. And, and they ultimately wanted to create a fairer system where they could fuse community with, um, you know, fans actually being connected with the artists and the creators that they love. And that's something that I've been um, really passionate about for a lot of my career. So it kind of just felt like a perfect fit when um, I was asked to yeah, begin running the platform. Um, so it's been a journey. Um, we, we build everything in-house. So from the coding side to the sort of events team and the production team, it's all in-house. So um, we're now in a position where the platform is in a robust space that we can invite artists like yourself to join um, and experience what you've been creating for so long. Yeah, it's amazing. I think it's really, it's really special when you take something on and you see it grow and you see it develop. Um, and you're such a key part of it. I think that's really exciting. Like it was really nice when, when we were filming the, um, the video kind of promoting the fund, like having you around and like seeing you and, and communicating with you. I think it's really, really nice to, to have that, that community and, and that sharing. Um, yeah, and I think what you were saying about streaming, I mean, it's a big a big topic right yeah, now because, yeah. I mean, obviously all the stuff was happening with the um, 
with with they were they were doing kind of like the analysis of everything that's that's kind of working on in the in, in the streaming world and how that is it's not fair um yeah so i think it's it's really special to have something that's that's pushing towards that what, what do you think about kind of what's happening with the the streaming stuff right now um i think it's weird obviously because i work as an artist manager i'm definitely in that space and not completely against the streaming models but i think it's like I say this about um, social media. It's like that's a shop front for your creativity, but you shouldn't put everything that's in the shop in the shop front itself. Um, and I think that there needs to be space for creativity to be valued. Um, I understand, mm-hmm. you know, the business models that a lot of the streaming platforms have, um, but I do think that artists should begin to use those platforms as a shop front for their creativity, as opposed to a centralized hub for everything that they do. Um, you know, Spotify only give you pay you for up to thirty seconds of your music. So I would ask an artist the question: Well, if you're only being paid for thirty seconds, why are you giving them four minutes? It kind of doesn't make sense. Why don't you give mm-hmm. your fans that four minutes on another platform like the Floor or something similar, and actually just give Spotify those thirty seconds? I think those things need to be questioned because I think a lot of people are unaware of you know, I guess the fine print when it comes to these sorts of platforms and how to properly engage with them and mm. to gain, use that as a, as a, I guess, a, um, a discovery tool to um, meet fans, but then bring your fans somewhere where they can truly appreciate you, um, where, where how much you, you earn is kind of on your terms as opposed to a model that's based on shareholders and, mm-hmm. you know, paying people and all that sort of stuff and trying to run a business, why don't you kind of bring it a bit more close to home and, and be part of that, um, I guess, negotiation, but it's also a conversation as well. I think valuing creativity is a conversation and it shouldn't be had with lots and lots of other voices in the room who don't necessarily have your best interests as an artist at heart. Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's really, really important to to have that space. And I think for us to, to have that discussion as well, because the streaming models are being discussed and it is being more transparent in, in yeah, some ways. Yeah. But it's still something that, that needs to it needs to yeah, to, to be changed, really, I think. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I think I think like you said, it's it's very it's very important to to make your moves in places where they're they're going to be shown and they're going to be seen. I think that was a really, really nice mm. analogy with the, with the shop front. Um, and it's interesting because it's that example of like lots of songs are getting shorter. Um, and I think that kind of runs from the concept of shorter attention spans, I think based yeah. on technology, yeah. but then also, like you say, that 30 second sort of like snippet is incredibly important. That is sort of the make or break now Yeah. on, on exactly. a lot of streaming platforms. And and yeah, it's interesting how stuff like that really shapes the landscape of the music industry and the artists and and what they're creating. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see to see what happens. Yeah, it's all happening. With, yeah, it is all happening. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned about how you're in that space because of the artists that you manage. So you mm-hmm. work with a number of artists. Um, could you mention a few of those and kind of talk about what your day to day is with them? 
Yeah, so I manage Steam Down, I manage um, Steam Down's founder, Anansi, and I also manage Afronaut Zoo. Um, day to day, every day is different. <laughs> um, I say that to every manager, I'm sure your manager thinks the same, but every day is different. Um, every day is a new challenge, um, which is part of why I love management, because I think it forces you to grow and develop and sort of stretch yourself um, on a day to day basis. And again, no day is ever the same. So it's kind of like meeting different challenges and finding new ways to troubleshoot situations. So um, on Saturday, we've got a show in Leeds. So I'm going to be um, moving into the tour management role for that, um, which has been a while, obviously due to COVID. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's exciting for the first sort of tour show. I'm like organising tour buses and all that sort of stuff. So that is very um, exciting. And um, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, 2019 was really busy for tours for Steam Down and it kind of, yeah, 2020, it completely disappeared. So um, I'm really excited to get back to it. Super exciting. I actually studied in Leeds. Do you know that what's oh, the venue? Um, it is the wardrobe. Oh, you know great venue. Yeah, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got a review from an artist that is that is helpful. <laughs> that is promising. Yeah, it's it's a really like nice, nice venue. Yeah, it's 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 super nice. That'll be fun. And it's really like it's quite like close knit, which I think is really nice as well, considering obviously it's been like a year of not being able to feel that close to the people that listen to your music it's going to be so so nice um yeah amazing so yeah I mean the day-to-day thing is definitely a a strong point it is really day-to-day I think yeah that's kind of what my manager always says like the, the things that we do change drastically from a shoot to writing a press release to like doing sending a million emails <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah it's every day is different and um and you know it's good like you know organizing a photo shoot that that requires like a more of a project management brain replying to emails mm. requires more of an admin brain tour management requires I can't even say what tour management brain would be but it's like a cross <laughs> between project management admin um logistics and just being able to negotiate well um so I think it's kind of all hats <laughs> um, when it comes into the tour management space which is probably why I love it so much and mm-hmm. um and then you've got to kind of actually interact with your artists and and listen to their music and you're you may be playing an A&R role and and um helping them sculpt their um their next releases so it's very different it's very um um it requires a lot of yourself um but mm-hmm. I love it I do lots of juggling yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure um so yeah so you also um have your label and management company mm-hmm. so does that kind of oversee all the management that you do yeah as well yeah so currently it's just myself um mm-hmm. running um the company off balance um but I hope to expand that as I um, expand the roster but yeah that kind of oversees everything that I do with the um, artists that I work with because mm. I, I can imagine it takes a lot of time when you've got a number of artists right so is is the is the view to expand the amount of people working alongside you in that management company yeah yeah and yeah the roster and possibly you know trans, um, working with artists in different countries and seeing how that kind of works as well oh wow that's exciting anything you can share yeah. with us um or? not yet I'm in conversations with some people but um hopefully something to share 
soon. I think, yeah, the whole sort of pandemic has slowed a lot of that down. So it's kind of mm-hmm. just getting back into the swing of things as shows open up and also as borders open up as well. We've got like a mm-hmm. big touring document for the whole of Europe recently and all the procedures and the visas and the protocols since Brexit. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, going to be it's a year of navigation and trying to figure out what makes sense and what might not. Mm-hmm. And how how are you feeling about sort of like looking forwards into that landscape of post COVID and post Brexit? Um, how are you kind of feeling about about the dynamic of kind of like live shows and and where we're going next? I suppose. I mean, I'll tell you something. I was definitely like very um, always. I want to say panicked, like during the pandemic. Like, what's going to happen? What's going on? Mm. Um, but now, surprisingly, I feel very calm about um, the next phase of things. I think what will be will be, and what won't won't. And as long as you've got great music, people want to listen to it in whatever capacity. So I think um, touring is definitely. I believe one of the best ways to connect with your audience in different mm-hmm. spaces and territories. Um, but I think the music industry is so adapt- adaptive that if it becomes unrealistic to go to certain places, other sort of avenues are going to open up in terms of being able to access those spaces. So I actually feel very optimistic and calm about the next phase. Yes, um, that's what I want to hear. That's yeah. really what I want to hear. I want to hear <laughs> optimism. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I I go through waves. I think mm-hmm. I have, I have a lot of optimism, and then and then sometimes I lack the optimism. But I mean, I think yeah, I yeah. think like you say, it's there's always a new avenue that opens when another closes. There's always another way mm-hmm. around to get to that destination, um, and yeah, and I think staying optimistic is really important and. And thinking about the the things that you already have that you can do, I think that's definitely something that I've found in the last year is to always look at what I'm already doing and to hone in on that. And and sometimes even though we can't play live, for example, in that time, like now obviously things are opening up, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But in that time, it was definitely a case of just focusing in on the things that you can do and mm-hmm. and, and moving forward with that. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah. So, Steam Down. So, let's talk about Steam Down. So, it's a hugely successful music community. Can you tell us a little bit more about that for anybody that doesn't know? Yeah. So, Steam Down is a weekly night that takes place in Deptford um, at Matchstick Pie House, which we also had our first SC Weekly back um, of 2021 yesterday. Um, oh, so that wow. was super exciting um, and it's also a, a a band a touring band as well um, so they released records they released a record also yesterday called Empower and that features actually my um, other artists Aphronaut Zoo, Anansi, founder of Steam Down and also Tiny Man who is part of the Steam Down family so it's a it's a very exciting time for Steam Down at the moment but um, mainly what people know Steam Down for is for the weekly night it's something that's kind of become, I don't know, like infectious in terms of people just knowing about this 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 sort of hidden event that kind of everyone knows about but people haven't been to before. It's had mm. like a like um been written about in Time Out and all these other sort of places and um yeah it started in twenty seventeen 
um, and actually it will be four years old um, next week Wednesday um, wow yeah so it's a really exciting time for steam down um, and it's been developing for for a while um, first starting at Buster Mantis in Deptford and then moving to Matchstick Pie House um, in 2019 but it's very exciting and, uh, yeah very exciting because I know I know my manager's been okay and, yeah and I'm still I'm, I'm yet to go I really want to go but I know a lot of musician friends that have have been come um, down come down yeah so I definitely definitely need to come down it's been something that I've been wanting to, to do for a while um yeah and I think those sorts of events are incredibly important because of the community sense mm-hmm. and I think community amongst creatives is it's it's unmatched really i mean like it it sings itself it really creates it creates the most important part of music i think that's that's why i do music in the first place is that connection and that community Mm. um and you have the floor which is such an amazing place for that but how important do you think community is for for an artist's career it's so important i think you know releases will come and go fans will come and go but the community that you build along your journey is one of the most important sort of foundations to what you're doing because you know your artistic community are the people that kind of understand where you are understand where you're coming from understand where you're going and I think having that is like having a family but in your sort of um career space um and yeah and that kind of works as a surrogate family whilst you develop and whilst you grow in it I think that Steam Down has been a really important hub for so many musicians in the industry. Like you can't really, yeah, some people you can't really say their names without having to sort of say Steam Down next to them because there's so many people have developed in that space, have grown a lot of the sort of younger musicians from Trinity, um, been in Steam Down their entire time during their sort of musical um, career. And, and you know, then bigger artists like Kamasi Washington and people have come down to Steam Down and, and had that experience and I think it's just become a sort of a mini a mini hub for the creative community in mm. southeast London amazing yeah it's super important that community such an amazing place I think also like you said like the surrogate family like a lot of people have very families come in all shapes and sizes right mm. and I think finding that community and that family is incredibly important in in all in all parts of life Mm. um not just as an artist but also just as a person finding the people that make you feel like you belong um and that you're 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 valued I think it's incredibly important to to find to find that community um yeah so something else that I wanted to touch on is because you've got so many amazing initiatives (laughs) and things that you do it's great there's so many things for us to talk about um you also have the sorority house and co um which is an important initiative that you set up to support women women in music um so could you tell me a little bit more about that please yeah um so the sorority house is a collective of women within the creative industries from all um parts of the creative industry um to come together to share a sense of sisterhood um to collaborate and yeah ultimately connect um it's been running since 2016 um taking a little hiatus because of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. yeah just generally um being quite consumed with the other sort of million and one things that I've been doing but something Mm -hmm. that I'm really looking forward to get back to as the pandemic eases 
Um, and as we're able to kind of go back into a physical space, because the sorority house was really built on that sort of physical connection that women have. Um, and our first event that we did, it was kind of just all this, all these women coming together and there was no agenda. We were just communicating and talking and, um, and sort of sharing our experiences in the creative mm-hmm. industry, but also our aspirations. And I, it might sound cliche, but I think there's something that feels really safe and really open about a group of women being in one space together. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone really left feeling that, that energy and feeling that connection. And it was a really humbling experience for me, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the sorority house. And I'm really excited about the things that we have um, coming up for 2021 yeah super exciting to get back into that yeah it's it's so important to empower each other um i'm surrounded by by so many incredibly inspiring women in music um Mm. which i feel very privileged to to have around me and i think having those spaces yeah it's such a an important an important thing to have and how do you feel about the representation in the music industry and the change that's happening in terms of that, especially as as a woman, but also in in diversity and equality. Um, yeah, I think that being a woman in this industry is um, is, is is difficult, um, definitely difficult because you're a minority. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But being able to sort of champion that space, not only as a woman, but as a, a, a black woman, um, it kind of encourages others to um, join, um, which is great to join the music industry from this perspective. And mm-hmm. to also, I guess, see themselves in positions that they might have not seen themselves before. When I um, go to a lot of the sort of labels um, and stuff, you get you tend to see women in sort of marketing positions and less positions of leadership and Mm -hmm. I really want to encourage women to see themselves in positions that they haven't seen themselves in before and to sort of I guess trailblaze that space um but there's a few of us (laughs) Um, I try to connect with as many female managers as I possibly can Mm -hmm. um, because I think it's important that we stick together and important that we um we align so that other people can kind of feel that there is something to join Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's it's so important because like you say you're you're creating your path which in turn creates someone else's and I think Mm. becoming that person is so important like as a role model as as a woman as a black person as a CEO um, all of these things are so empowering to make sure that you're you're just living your life in in a, in a way that is inspiring. And I think it's really incredible to see that. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah. So I think what, what can we do generally, um, as, as people to make sure that we do support and champion all, all people, um, in finding those positions and in, in having equal opportunities. Um, I think, well, first of all, by supporting the people that you see already doing it um, and opening the doors. I think the main thing is, um, I heard someone say it the other day, is like, you know, if I'm in the house, I'm going to make sure all the doors are open. And I feel like through the things that I'm doing, I'm in the house. So I just want to make sure that all of the opportunities that I can possibly provide to people are open 
um, all the sort of ways of communication are open to interact and connect with people. Um, I think that's the foundation for most things, being open to connect mm. and communicate and converse with each other. And I, um, I'm not always the best at it because I do get inundated with emails and stuff, but I really try to make sure that I communicate with people um, to inspire them, to support them, to, I'm quite good at like finding avenues for things. So if people maybe can't see a path for themselves, I'm kind of good at helping, um, helping sort of move them along that process in terms of developing their vision for themselves as well um Mm -hmm. and I think you know specifically at the you know the pandemic and everything um giving people verbal support is probably one of the most important things I think people haven't had a lot of physical contact and verbal sort of communication in a really long time outside of zoom Mm -hmm. and um I think just making sure you check in on people um checking on your artist community checking on your family checking on your friends um and that's probably the best way that you can help to sort of support and you know move them forward along their journey um as you're moving Mm. forward with yours yeah i think some really really amazing useful stuff there for sure um yeah i really like that idea as well of if you're in the house leave all the doors open i think that's Mm. that's yeah that's really really important to to consider um and i think yeah paving the way to that house is is also something that it's so important to show isn't it and make really clear Mm. this is how i did it it's possible like if you see something there it makes it seem like it's possible because sometimes we look at something we think yeah how did they get there i like I, I, I really dream of that, but I don't know how to do it. And it's about seeing and understanding the tools that we use to 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 get there, right? And I think all of those things that, that you said are really amazing ways to to push that and show that. And yeah. Yeah, yeah and that goes back to to the community. Um yeah, and I, I suppose so community-wise, what sort of artists are you really excited about right now? I mean, obviously the the artists that you manage, definitely, um, <laughs> which which anybody listening definitely needs to go check out. But is there anything in particular, any any artists or people you want to highlight right now that you're really feeling inspired by or you're amazed by what they're doing? Not necessarily just music, but... Um, yeah, I think I really love Lex more. She is so talented. She did a collaboration with MCQ recently. And I would encourage everyone to go and watch that performance on YouTube. It's incredible. Um, mm. It's so sort of emotive and, yeah, it takes you in a lot of different directions. And, yeah, she's yeah, she's amazing. Um, and I'd also like to highlight Demi Gosh. Demi Gosh is, is... I just think check him out. I, I don't even want to say anything because it, would, it wouldn't be enough. But check out Demi Gosh, she's incredible also. Um, and can I think of anybody else? Um, and an artist called Intellects, actually, he's currently got an exhibition called The Dojo, and that's up in um, Old Street at the moment, at Construm Gallery. So oh, I'd amazing. encourage everyone to check that out. Um, it's, yeah, it's an incredible exhibition. It's a sort of narration to his project that he just released, um, and he's also doing screenings of the visual as well. But, yeah that's a really really incredible event and the floor is covering that as well so yeah amazing yeah exciting so you can see all of those bits as well on the floor if people join the floor that that aren't on the floor amazing um 
yeah, so so going back to the florist is an amazing place to find these incredible artists, especially some that are kind of like starting out or some that are also mm. really dropping a project um, with an exhibition. That sounds really, really exciting. Um, amazing. So lastly, any tips you have? I mean, we've mentioned lots of things I think that that could be a tip, but any tips for aspiring creatives and founders of their own projects slash businesses? That's my I've got three. I think I got, I've got three. Uh, one would be don't tell yourself no. Um, everyone else is going to tell you no enough. So mm-hmm. um, don't tell yourself no unless you really, really need to. But that's something that I've um, I've gone by. It's like if I have an idea, I go for it and I try and um, figure out exactly how I can make it happen. I don't start with, oh, I can't do that for X, Y, Z reasons. Um, so, yeah, don't tell yourself no. Uh, my second one would be there is no blueprint so create your own um everyone kind of goes on like this is the way you need to do it and this is like the sort of parameters that you need to follow there Mm -hmm. isn't a blueprint everyone that came up with a way of doing something um someone had to create it so create your own blueprint um follow your your own sort of template for doing something um Mm -hmm. and don't limit yourself by only doing it based on the successes of other people and um, create your own successes um and actually probably that's my third one create your own success um create your own path create your own compass to navigate um this industry is is changing every day um so just keep clued up with things that are going on and yeah push through amazing don't say no say yes <laughs> yeah, yeah amazing thank you so much for that advice um yeah it's been an absolute pleasure to to have you on the podcast thank you so much for all your wisdom and experience um yeah it means a lot to to have you here thank you so much um and lastly if anybody wanted to check out any of your stuff that you're up to and also all the amazing initiatives that you support and work with, where would they find those? Um, you can find everything that I do on my social media at kayamalan.com, um, at kayamalan. Um, and yeah, if you want to drop me an email, my email address is info at kayamalan.com. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's really, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, and yeah, I look forward to hearing more of your podcast soon. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, so um, yeah, we'll be coming back with a new episode um, really soon. Um, and yeah, I hope everybody is having a lovely day. And yeah, speak to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.